Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. I hope you're very well this morning. How are you, Steve? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you sound a bit you sound a bit tired or oh, you know, drugged. I'm a bit, I'm a bit drugged, yeah. But, yeah. Um from from a pharmacist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not 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 yeah, not, I don't want that to be a rumour. No, no. What, what's Suddenly, that? What's happening yeah. now? Uh, well, I've had an operation. Uh, another one. You do anything to get out of that house, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> had a shoulder shoulder operation. So um, both shoulders. Or just how, the one one shoulder. Just, just, yeah, just the one this time. I didn't go for. Yeah. yeah. I didn't go for both. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's lucky we're not seeing each other today, Steve. Because I mean, how how good am I at hugging? Yeah, I know. Runner. But it's also it's javelin practice today, isn't it, as well? <laughs> yes, so exactly. Which arm was it? Did, it did, it's yeah. my good one, my left oh, arm. Oh, well, I would have battered you this today then, wouldn't I, if we'd have done the you, javelin on the green? Yeah, if we'd have... Um, well, yeah, anything. To, today would have been your day to, like, even yeah. like FIFA and stuff, finally beat me at FIFA. Should have. <laughs> should have. <laughs> should have. Well, I'll try and get you online oh, later then, see what's going on. So what was wrong yeah, with your was, shoulder? It's um, rota- the rotator cuff. The rotator. Um, it sounds like something in a car engine. I'll be honest with you. It yeah, like yeah. A, your rotator cuff. A, do- a dodgy sound. doctor's gone. Yeah, what's happening there? Your, rota- <laughs> your rotator cuff's all worn. You need new one of those. We'll get a fit one of those. You have to come all the way from China, though. So that'll take yeah. a couple of months. <laughs> the only coming packs are free, so. Yeah, so you have to buy free. We'll uh, be all free of them. While I'm in there, I'll take a look at your uh, your black box, which is on the back of your head. <laughs> he did actually, uh, while he was in there, have a look at some other stuff. Did he? Yeah. Um, he fixed the tendon that was. Uh, broken and he sort of like smoothed off some muscle or something that was like ragged like rubbing against another not muscle bone smoothed off the bone that was rubbing against another bone you're all um, spurs and cuffs aren't you (laughs) I just can't help growing extra bone and what's wrong with it no no but it's um, it's, what's weird about it is this time last year before I became a fit you know I'm a fitness guy now yeah gym guy yeah tennis guy gym guy tennis guy guy, yoga guy yeah um I wouldn't have noticed any of these things. Well, is it because you've noticed your shoulder because you've lost all that weight? You keep having to bend down to put, put your trousers up because they keep falling down and you've gone, it's really wearing my shoulder, this. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. It's essentially that. And I, I didn't notice any of these injuries sat on the couch. I'm not saying, no. people, you shouldn't exercise. It's good for your mental health. Obviously, yeah. build up your strength. Hopefully, make you live longer. But what I'm saying is, my ankles and my shoulder did not hurt yeah. sat watching below deck. Yeah. What sort of life is this? Exactly, exactly. So yeah, it's uh, but no, I'm I'm getting there. But uh, yeah, had it had it done uh, yesterday, and um, and uh, and then they've given me morphine this time. Last wow. time when I got my ankles done, they yeah. um, it was one of them where they just said, "Oh, um, uh, you'd be all right. Just paracetamol, ibuprofen. Nothing yeah. worse is it when you just had something." And they go, you're like paracetamol. Yeah. What? Yeah. You must give me right. calpol, mate. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah it's literally it the same nicer, thing. I want it. That's the thing. Yeah, but then I, I, I realised yesterday, for oh, that must because they did they give us a, a nerve blocker in my my arm, mm. so I literally cut my arms in a sling, and I literally you can't feel a thing. Ooh. Like it's just a dead weight in your arm. Yeah. Um. But he said that'll wear off. I said, Oh, when he went about three o'clock in the morning. Oh God! Who was so, this doctor? He spelled like that. <laughs> Yeah, he said, About three o'clock in the morning. 
<laughs> yeah, he's a bit rough around the edges himself. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. He should have gone private. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> No, he's actually quite well to do. He, um, <laughs> it was Le- Mr. Lenny Funk. Oh, Professor the Funkmeister. Funk. Yeah, he did the your cankles. He did your cankles, didn't he? He's, he is the man, so. Yeah. He's the shoulder guy. But, um, so yeah, so, and then, it, and it did very much wear off at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, and I was glad for that, that morphine. morphine. But you have some mad dreams. Oh, good. On morphine. Hey, I won't, I tell you what, I had a maddest dream that, uh, Nadine Doris has become culture secretary. It was mm. the maddest dream that I've ever had. I I'll thought break. surely I'll... Boris hasn't made Nadine mm. Doris yeah. culture secretary. Anyway, check the news. How much morphine have you got left? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I can have enough until the next cabinet reshuffle. Yeah, that's what you need just to yeah. get through this period. I don't need a woman who hates the arts to be in charge of the arts. I really don't. But good, good. So with me uh, operation. Mm. Got a day Rotating in bed today. Cuff. Oh dear. Yeah. So you're in, in bed, bed now with a with a radio mic on you. Do you know what? I, if I could have made it possible, I would have. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, it didn't feel right. I had to come down to my office. But um, I've been watching a lot, Steve. Yeah. Of terrible television. What have you been watching? Isn't it the? Isn't it your favourite? Well, I say terrible. Well, yeah. Um, it's like junk food, but, isn't um, it? I think it's great. Yeah. But after about an hour or two hours, you go, I've wasted the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did that yesterday where I watched four episodes of Married at First Sight UK. Have you seen oh, that? Yeah. I, I see. I haven't seen the new format. I, I watched the first two or three series of the original one when they didn't. But now it's like they're in a hotel. It's like the Australian one, isn't it? The original one, mm. it was just like three couples who got married and we followed them. Now they... Don't they just in a different put them in an hotel and they can all get off with each other? Before, and... so I don't know. Oh, yeah, that was the Australian one, that format. The British one was watched. very different, <clears throat> right? It's um, hey, it's good. I mean, mm. you know, in your sort of below deck sort of world, yeah, yeah, I know uh, what you mean by good, yeah, yeah. When I say good, I mean it's yeah. terrible, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're yeah. terrible people, yeah. I mean, really terrible. I've only watched episode one of the new series. It, basically, these experts match these people together, yeah, and then yeah. they get married. Like, and the first time they see them is literally at the altar. At the altar, yeah. And first one, they nailed it. First one, lovely girl, lovely boy, like really nice boy, Bob. Perfect. He's like yeah. he wanted to meet his missus, Bob, like a bit of a lad, you know, yeah. but still, you know, look like a, a good a good lad, you know what I mean? I yeah, wouldn't yeah. mind. And they look like well well into each other, and then this other girl, because <laughs> what happens is, experts like psychologists and that they think everybody's brain is worth like thinking about yeah <laughs> they think everyone's got like a deeper meaning in there and at one point so they're saying to this girl so what are you looking for she went well i just you know oh, she's jolly good she goes uh, just like um you know i, I love uh, big fake veneer teeth and uh, like a tan guy, tall. Uh, he's got to be tanned. And uh, he's got, and she was like listing all these things. And he was <laughs> to this American psych- psychologist. I mean, uh, does that sound shallow? He went, yes, yes, it does. <laughs> a little bit through <laughs> like, his veneer. Because it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, like yes, he went. What you like veneer? Like that's on your list of things. That yeah. You- <laughs> what do you look for in a man? Veneer teeth. <laughs> veneer teeth. And she was. I mean. Horrendous, Steve. I mean, really bad. Really. And they partnered her with this lovely lad. Oh no! They did he have veneer teeth? He didn't. Which oh. is one of the things you never going to work, is it? But what the, what these experts were saying was, I think she's. They were like, oh, I think she's setting the bar so high because she actually doesn't really want to find someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she she it's lists high. all these things. 
Well, is that a high, high, high in her head? Yeah. Not necessarily high, but like a lot of criteria. Yeah. Because yeah. actually that person doesn't exist. Yeah, and sufficient so criteria. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll stop her getting hurt and stuff like that. But no, actually that's, you. they had overthought her brain. That's not mm. her, she literally no. likes veneers. Like there's no, yeah, there's no deeper it. meaning. I like and they're shiny. That was it. <laughs> that's basically it. Oh my God, it's good telly. It's good telly. But then after I watched a couple of episodes of that, I um I watched the imitation game. Oh, um, yeah. You know, I thought that just felt like a little bit of, I feel, I feel like I've learned something then. Benedict Cumberbatch, Keira Knightley, you know, the Enigma machine, mm. just felt like I learned something after that. You've got a you, cup of sugar, cup of dirt, you've got a yeah, it's like a like a sorbet, isn't it? You need something in between. Yeah, exactly. just to, yeah. yeah a little mind cleanser. Yeah, yeah. That's or a little, you when you're sniffing candles, you know, you just need to have a little bit of coffee yeah. bean just to reset yeah. your nose. Start again. <laughs> yeah, Let's go again. Amuse boost yeah. TV. Um, so, yeah, and then I finished that and then went, I might watch uh, Celebrity SAS Who Dares Wins. Oh, straight <laughs> back Katona in. Kevin crying. Straight, straight back, back in. in. <laughs> That's me. Well, That's listen, listen you're not wasting this time. In bed. That's no. the thing. No. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. 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 All right. Uh, it's been a bit thin on the ground, old bin chat, Steve. It's gone quiet. but it's two stories. Okay, go on, go on. I've got one, which is about a Nottingham boy who's become a mini bin man. Or I've got another one. Uh, about solar-powered smart bins. You're going to go to the Nottingham, lad. Yeah, all right. Really? Eight-year-old Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, what a good name. Oh, wow, good name. Mwah, good mwah, name. Mwah, mwah, mwah. That's all, that's all, he's rubbish at school, because that's all the teachers say. That's all <laughs> he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, became obsessed with bins after he received a toy truck. When oh, bin truck when he was three. Since oh. then, his passion has grown, and he now has his own blue bin. Helps the bin men on their rounds, cleans neighbours' bins, and proudly wears his bin man uniform. Oh, good lad! How old is he now? He's uh, he's eight. Oh, that's what yeah. we need—a mini bin man. A mini, but get him started young. Yeah. Uh, Katie Brown says uh, it all started when he was three, and he got a bin lorry. Yeah, we just heard that, Katie. Uh, I'd, I'd never seen his smile so big. He just loved it. He fell in love with bins and bin lorries from there. He's so many bin lorries they stretch across the living room. It's like your son with trains. No, he's got a. My son's got a Tesco van. I was thinking, does he want to be a Tesco oh, van delivery driver? Now is that? Yeah. <laughs> Last year on his birthday, a friend bought him his own blue bin, and it's his most prized possession. Imagine <laughs> wrapping that up. And then yeah. you put the wrapping paper. Is it a full size one? In the bin. <laughs> bin Mad Charlie says his hobby is, hel- is helped along by his local bin men who support him and always have a smile. He says, I just really like the bin men. They're always nice to me and I want to help them. I definitely want to be a bin man when I grow up. Charlie brings Aww. his neighbour's bins out to save the collectors a job. And then the school holidays, he walks around his estate helping out with the round when he can. He also enjoys bringing his neighbour's bins back in when they've been emptied. Oh, he's, he's like, a, like, a, like a bin angel. This is like- isn't he? He is, isn't he? Bring your bit of bins in. The drivers always sound their own for him. And oh, that's what you want at seven o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, 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 that kid's <laughs> out there again. <laughs> neighbours. We're, we're looking at it from the kids' point of view. Let's look at it from the neighbours' point of view. That kid's out there with a little bin again. <laughs> Baby! Oh, Charlie! He's got, he's got his own bin with a beeper on it now. Unbelievable. Every Thursday. 
But no. They even, some, they even sometimes leave him a treat on the empty bin, like his favourite biscuits, and they give him a birthday card. It means the world to him. How cute is that? Bin. I don't know about a biscuit on a bin. I hope it's still yeah, wrapped Yeah, I'm not sure I'd be in them. Yeah, no. I'd hope they were wrapped. Ah, oh, that's lovely. Put it in the bin. That's a nice, light-hearted, mm. lovely story. Good bin chat. Of, uh, that was a good bin chat. Yeah. Maybe this is the way forward. Yeah. <laughs> Matters. Little show that we both worked on started this week, Steve, on Comedy Central. Oh yes, it did, didn't it? What was it called? The Complaints um, Department. The Complaints Department. Yeah, yeah. It's um, about uh, all those things that uh, that people complain about. Mm. Um, it's uh, it's not like Room One Hundred One. <laughs> Keep people going. What like Room One Hundred One? Yeah, no, it's not. It's more of a it's <sighs> no, a competition, it's isn't it? It's more like because uh, you're against yeah, it's each other. It's teams, teamwork. Yeah, and it's about. Uh, it's actually about reviews, other people's reviews and complaints, rather yeah. than your own, really. Mm. Um, so it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, those people pointing at stuff in the local paper, yeah, um, and uh, you know, angry of uh, reviews you know, of service stations, Winchester or whatever, yeah. Wells, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. People who review things like funeral parlors and uh, know, yeah, service yeah. stations, like, what are you doing? How'd you get a bad star review? I mean, you have to do something pretty bad at funeral dressing. Yeah, it? yeah. He wasn't actually dead. Yeah. One star. Shot the coffin. He rolled down a river, landed in a, rolled down a hill, landed in a river. <laughs> yeah. That is one star, isn't it? I'm only giving it one star because there is no option for no stars. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite. Yeah. That's my favourite. It's the classic. <laughs> um, but yeah, that starts. So that's on uh, Comedy Central every Monday at uh, nine o'clock. Uh, you can tune into that after about... 15 hours of friends? Yeah, I think so. It's, it's about 15 friends, hours of it? friends and yeah. then, the, <laughs> then our show's on. Um, but uh, honestly, it's, it's, I, 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 re- I rarely say this, but um, on Twitter, it was, I had to touch wood, it was 100% positive. That's good. I mean, That's when good, does that it? ever happen, Steve? Never. I mean, Never. on Twitter, people find an excuse to eat, you know, oranges, anything. I know, they? exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guitar lessons this week. What if I don't want guitar lessons? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like that's yeah. that's Twitter, mm. isn't it? Mm. Um, so that's gone well. So that's Mondays at nine o'clock on Comedy Central and on Catch Up and Now TV and all that sort of stuff. You can catch it, um, and of course, Unbeatable's back as well. So if you if you're doing now in the afternoons, uh, if you're working from home, maybe take a little break around two fifteen, one forty five on a Friday. Uh, but that show is back as well, and that's um, yeah, that's been going all right. Nobody's complained okay, uh, about Unbeatable. All positive. Yeah, bit, it's going a bit too well, Steve, actually. Mm, worried. Saying that, Steve, I did live at the Apollo the other night. Oh, yeah. Um, I did, yeah, it was in the afternoon, actually. I don't know where they found 3,500 people at 1 o'clock on a, after, a midweek afternoon, but uh, no, there I was. Yeah. Um, I did the Christmas special. Oh, so they've so recorded that, quite... that I think, yeah. Was it, did yeah. it feel Christmassy? Well, I, yeah. you sort of have to make it Christmassy. Everyone's in Santa hats. and. Oh, they, they were? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have a jumper on, Christmas jumper? I didn't in the end, because I just thought, it's hot enough on last stage as it is. That's the attitude. Also, it's quite hard to buy a Christmas jumper out of season. I bet it is, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really hard, so I thought, no, I'll just wear a nice oh, suit. But, you um, know, you've just reminded me, I think I got rid of my Christmas jumper. Oh, yeah. It had one of them ones that lights in, and the lights had slowly oh, started to stop working. I think I got rid of it last year and went, listen, I need to get a new one for next year. So I've just, there's another stress just coming towards me for Christmas. I've got to get another oh, Christmas jumper. No. I've got. I had one that you could put your phone. You put your phone in uh, yeah. like a little pocket. Yeah. Uh, it was like an app, a Christmas yeah. jumper app, 
and um, you, you turned the phone on and it was a crackling fire on your phone. Oh, that's nice. It's back in the middle of your jumper. <laughs> yeah, it was quite nice. I had that that's a few good. years ago. I love a Christmas jumper, but no, mm. I, went, I just went with it. Actually, I, I did go a bit festive colours. Mm. I had like a dark green suit jacket on with a green tie. Mm. Um, white black beard. trousers. <laughs> Big white beard. Big white beard. And um, a slight sort of reddy burgundy shoes. Oh, rosy cheeks, so, like you just had a bit of carrot and, and a yeah, mince pie. and a mince pie. Yeah, I went for it. But anyway, the reason I mention it is because I got heckled, Steve. Whoa. And let me tell you, I've done six or seven Live at the Apollos. In fact, it was show 100 that I did the other day. Yeah. Um, and I, my first one was show 14. So that's how long yeah, I've been doing yeah. it. And uh, yeah, a guy heckled me <laughs> like on stage. I was like, mate, it's telly. This isn't. This isn't yes. junglers. <laughs> no, we're not Friday yeah. night. What was the echo? Was something to do with like Christmas. It's only August, mate. No, it's like that. <laughs> September. Then we got to know about Christmas. No, he was thicker than that. He was. Oh. Um, I mentioned the vaccine. I had a little joke about the vaccine, oh, no. and uh, I just said something along the lines of, "I said, you know, all these scientists and epidemiologists and researchers mm. and doctors and nurses and all over the world saying that COVID is really dangerous." I said, mm. but, you know, there's your brother's mate from the gym who says it's not. It's yeah. just really hard to know who to believe, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> That's a joke. It's just a little silly joke. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, I think he might have been somebody's oh, yeah. friend. He was Dean from Total Fitness. Oh, and, uh, oh, yeah, he wasn't happy. And you're one of the sheeple, aren't you? You're one of I'm those a sheep, yeah. Wake up, sheeple. sheeple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, anyway. He, did, he didn't bar it, did he? He, did, he didn't go as far as that, but he did uh, heckle. And then I just thought, but also I was in the middle of, I thought, I'm doing a TV show, mate. It's too much pressure. Mm. I, I, I was partly just like thinking, I could go in hard here, yeah. but it's being recorded. Yeah, and I've, the turkey's in the oven. I haven't got time for this. Yeah, exactly, man. I, think, I said, get a bit of Christmas spirit, will you? Come on. Manford. <laughs> I don't know about this morphine, Steve. I've got to say. Yeah. Uh, it's really kicking in. I, I was reading a, a tweet this morning from Nicki Minaj, the uh, yeah. world famous uh, WAP singer. Yeah. Um, does I she thought, sing that? Does she? Is that her? I is think it? so. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I've sort of gambled on that, but I think is that she does, yeah. about um, old internet speeds. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's about not being able to. It's not fast enough, is it? Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Um, Anyway, get this, Steve, because you've had the vaccine, haven't you? Yeah, I'm double double jab now. Yeah, same. I'm vaccinated. Um, oh, vaccinated, nice. Vaccinated, like yeah. That's, That's a new one. Yeah, throwing that in there. You can, everyone can have that. Yeah, That's well, a freebie. We'll want it though. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But look, Steve, are you worried about any of the side effects? Did you have oh, any side effects? I didn't have any side effects. No. I was a bit sort of right. Just I know this is, look. This is just two men talking, okay? Yeah, okay. Go on. Just have a little look down your pants, Steve, right now. Yeah. Just have a little look. Have yeah. a look down your pants. Is everything the correct size that it sh- that it usually is, Steve? Well, it's hard to tell because I get quite a rose when I'm doing this radio show. <laughs> <laughs> it's warm in that shed, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Well, Steve, r- listen to this because. Uh, Dr. Nicki Minaj, who's been to the um, University of Facebook, yes. uh, she says her cousin in Trinidad right. won't get the vaccine because right. his friend got it and became yeah. impotent, right? Oh, okay. Uh, but not, not just that. His testicles became swollen, Steve. Oh, dear. 
His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just well, pray on it that. and make sure you're comfortable with your decision. Don't be don't be bullied into the into yeah. No. Think about no. it. Yeah. Well, it's too late now, isn't it? Well, it is too late now. Yeah. Yeah. Crikey. So yeah, that's so, it's, so those two symptoms are. So what is it? Nicki Minaj's cousin's husband yeah. to be, who lives in Trinidad yeah. and Tobago, had these two, you know, side effects. Yeah. Anyway, Chris Whitty's had a go at her. Said she's oh, an idiot. Um, yeah. and, and most damning of all, even Boris. Jo- I mean, the, the idea of Boris calling anyone. Anything. So, uh, hang on, this debated in Parliament. Does Boris Johnson have to go, Nicki Minaj, you've seen a whap. Yeah. <laughs> Did that have yeah. to happen? <laughs> you may know her Basically, from there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, she's had a go at she's had a go at everybody. It's like it, it is like it's some weird episode of Black Mirror or something. I don't know what's going yeah. on. This is the morphine. Yeah. It's not this isn't the morphine. This, this is the problem. It's not that's the that's, that's what's no, doing I've not me had any morphine. That's the problem. Well, I mean, when a Nicki Minaj tweet comes up in a Boris Johnson press conference, I've got to say, the, it, well, the world's it's getting strange under. times, isn't it? Strange it really times. Is. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Hey, big news this week, Steve. Well, sort of semi big news. Uh, you know, semi-big. they started like a new news channel, GB oh, News. Yeah. Well, that is semi big news. Uh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they started that uh, like three months ago, and it's going to be like our answer to like Fox News. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, I guess looking at stories from the right of centre, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And the far right. Um, anyway, Andrew Neil, he was like the the main guy. He was like chairman yeah. and lead presenter. He's yeah. done like eight shows. Only <laughs> been on air for two weeks, and uh, he's quit. He's gone, has he? Yeah. He was the sort of figurehead of the station, wasn't he? That's, that's he was the it. main guy, yeah. Right. He's good, you know. He's good, good, good. Uh, broadcaster. and knows what he's doing. Who are they but, getting uh, to replace him, like Jim Davidson or something like that? I'm not quite sure who uh, it's going to be. Right, um, Farage, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know, but yeah, don't oh. know what'll happen. Well, there you go. But um, yeah, so he's gone. But it did get me thinking about short time, like the shortest amount of time that he spent at a job. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Because we've all sort of. Done them jobs, haven't we? Where you just think, you know what, this ain't this for is me. Not, it's not for me. This, yeah, yeah, same for me. I remember doing a job at uh, CIS Insurance once in Manchester. Uh, Manchester, yeah, that building. Yeah, and I was there for. I was actually there for the summer. I'd, I had a good couple of months. Anyway, but they moved, the job sort of finished. I was I was on like a. Um, I, I was working for like a, an agency, so you were on some mental like fifteen quid an hour. Yeah. Office like when, Angels or something like that. Yeah, when the people next to you are on like eight quid an hour. Yeah. Because you've just been drafted in. Yeah. You're on you're more. A, well, like there's not a better more. VDU operator in this country than you. That was the, that was the exactly. job title we all went for. VDU operator. <laughs> Don't know what that means. That's me. Visual so I, I did... Operator. I went, um, yeah, just answering calls, people's insurance, all that sort of stuff. Did you know what um, you were doing? Anyway, the, yeah. Just you know, how can I, you know, car insurance? Yeah, I'm worried about my policy. No, it's um, I've got this thing on. You know, they said that you just go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me just put you on hold. Let me just put you on hold, basically for for the most part. Yeah, a lot of people on hold. Um, and also the other good, the other good thing was you could have a look at famous people's insurance. Oh, that's good. If they were insured with you, Rod yeah. Stewart. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I don't matter. I'm not going to sack me. Rod Stewart. 
and a helicopter insured, third party only. I mean, really? that's tight, that, isn't it? You've just bought a helicopter. Go for it, No, but you don't need fire and theft here because who's going <laughs> to nick your helicopter? Who's going to nick it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but um, yeah, it was it was a good job. But then the agency bit finished, and then they just employed me as one of their normal staff. So I went oh. from fifteen quid an hour to eight pound fifty an hour. Yeah, and suddenly you start questioning the job. <laughs> You're like, hang on, yeah, but, yeah, but there a while then you saw out your your, your office angels. Your yeah, so I did my office angels bit, but I lasted oh. about three days on eight pound an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, and actually, you know, I did. I remember I was in the middle of a phone call. Someone was giving me a good old telling off for something, yeah. I don't know, not answering the phone or her insurance, blah, blah, blah. And um, and I said, okay, I'll just pop you on hold one second. And I put my headset down, got my jacket yeah. and left. Just left her on hold? Yeah, she's away. probably still on hold. everyone started clapping as she walked through the office. <laughs> no, only in my head. What I was doing was all the way to the lift. Thinking, if anyone stops me right now, we'll just walk straight back just to run. the desk. Run, run, run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that wow. was uh, that was probably my shortest. Anyway, I've asked it on uh, on Facebook this morning, um, and uh, we've had probably one of the most successful <laughs> Facebook questions that I've ever asked. I've asked. I've had a, like something like ten thousand responses from people. Oh, so there was a, a lot, lot of people, people have had little jobs. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll be going through those very very shortly. But you can always email me, Jason at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk, uh, or get in touch on any of the socials. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Where your music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. Um, actually, this is one of the longest jobs I've ever had, actually, Steve. This one is, yeah, yeah. What are we on, what are we on now? Four, I think we're into the fourth year, I think. You are, four, yeah. Four years, I'm, only, I'm only a year and a half in, if that. You were drafted in, weren't you? Now, I was drafted in during the crisis. Mainstay. Yeah. yeah. Now I've got a feeling if I left, they'd keep you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure I'd stay. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to draft in another person. Yeah. Oh, gets so your like sidekick. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You get time to do it. She's funny. Yeah. Yeah. She'd love that. Well, I get, I was, usually one of the cats is in here. They can chip in. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not done Chris Ramsey and Rosie Ramsey any harm, has it? No, no. No, it's not. Getting on tour with your wife. Maybe that relationship started about. more arguments with funny couples than probably anything, hasn't it? Oh my God. <laughs> she. He's got, got her on. He's got yeah. her on. I've had that with oh, Lucy. I know, but it's not really. You put me on things. Oh. I'm like, oh. yeah, John Richardson, and Lucy. Look, they're doing it. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, I get the other thing. I get my mum. Well, look at all these comics doing things with their mums. Oh yeah, yeah. I said, no way am I putting you on telly, love. <laughs> yeah. Not a chance am I open. Once that Pandora's box is open, it can never be closed. It's like Hellraiser. <laughs> that little cube. <laughs> no way are you going on telly. Not a chance. Uh, so we're talking this morning about the shortest job you've ever had. I mean, my actual shortest job was Burger King, which I feel like I've spoke about before on, on the show, um, which was a day and a half. So did, you, did somebody show you how to work all the machines and, you know? I've done a day, yeah, basically did a day's training on the Saturday. Yeah. And um, this was Burger King in Manchester, Piccadilly, so dead yeah. busy. Yeah. I'm 17 years old. And um, I felt like back then you could pretty much walk into any like there must have just been loads of jobs it wasn't well, like yeah. a time for maybe you were at that age i don't know if that yeah maybe you were just at that know. age when there maybe, was yeah. jobs for sort of 17 18 that's year olds it, yeah. that you it's wouldn't less, want to do when you were 20 less picky yeah that's true yeah. um but i got this job trained all day on the saturday sunday came in for the first shift and uh went at lunchtime you could make your own lunch yeah 
and uh, you're allowed a junior Whopper meal. It's like a 10-hour shift. Mm. A junior Whopper meal. I was a growing lad, Steve. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so I made myself a junior Whopper meal, which is for a child, but okay, fine, didn't question it. Uh, put some cheese on it, uh, wrapped it all up. The manager said, in front of all the staff and customers, can I check your burger, please? Oh, dear. Open the burger. Yeah, yeah. S- like, peeled the cheese off oh. and put it in the bin. You're not allowed cheese? He said, you're not allowed cheese on your junior Whopper meal. It's just a plain junior Whopper meal that you're allowed. Oh. You just put it in the bin, though, mate. What a waste! And exactly, exactly. Just tell me, and I just won't do it tomorrow. Yeah, you absolute battleax. How old was? And, uh, well, this person was like really ancient, probably like twenty-five when you were eighteen. Oh yeah, she was well old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think the words I said was something along because obviously you you know when you're backed into a corner and you're feeling bad. Like I felt really embarrassed, like tears yeah. in your eyes, embarrassed. Yeah. And I said something along the lines of, "Have you tasted that meat without cheese on it?" Yeah. Or something smart ass like that, and she oh, was like, "Nice." She was like, "I need to speak to you in my office, I think." And you and went, I said, well, "You I'm on got the... it." I said, "I'm on a lunch break, so I'll see you after." Yeah, but I say <laughs> then... you got it because that's your catchphrase. Oh, I then see. It yeah, I didn't know what you meant then. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's good. That's Meaning good. no. I don't know. Yeah. You've got it. <laughs> You, you want me in your office? Got, you got it. You've got it. Oh, you're coming? <laughs> of course I'm not coming. I'm doing your own catchphrase at you. It's not a catchphrase. It's a slogan. <laughs> Whatever. I'm meant to be Jovis. I'm starving. Everything's a catchphrase. <laughs> I ended up, Steve, this is probably yeah. what really got me. I was about oh. to get sacked anyway. Yeah. Um, and I went, I was because so, I was so hungry, I went to McDonald's in my Burger King uniform. Oh, good lad. Got my McDonald's and then ate it on a table in Burger King. <laughs> I mean, oh. what? Why? Why, why, have I, why have I got to fight the system, Steve? Why have I got to be no, that but guy? you got to. Somebody's got to fight this fight. Yeah, well, that's I mean, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they anyway, don't. <laughs> no, they don't. Anyway, then I got up to the room and enjoy, I enjoyed my Big Mac, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Savoured every... Ooh, I kept saying it as well. Ooh, this is nice. Ooh, proper <laughs> burger. Nice to have a proper <laughs> burger, indeed. <laughs> They're microwave back there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're not, are they? <laughs> they are. They go through the... Well, I don't know what they are now, but They're when I went there... Flame grilled. Mate, they, go through the, they, went, they used to go through the flame grill to put those lines on it, and then you yeah. put it in the microwave to warm it up properly. Oh, I know. All the secrets are coming out here now. Bombshells. Yeah, exactly. Come at me, Burger King. <laughs> come um, at me. Come at me. <laughs> no, I went to the office and got sacked, so... Uh, that was the shortest time yeah. uh, that I've ever been. Uh, but I tell you, I got a lot of messages of people uh, on on the socials. Russell Kane, comedian Russell Kane, oh, yeah. spotted it three hours at a credit check firm. Oh, that does sound. That sounds quite long, to be fair. Yeah, well, three hours. That long. He says I'd fi- I, I used to finish every call with "All righty then" in the style of Jim Carrey. <laughs> All righty then. Slightly losing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The boss warned me. And so, and so I said in response, all righty then, and got sacked day one. I could see how that would happen. Yeah, yeah. I could see how that would happen. Uh, and David Murphy, McDonald's in Hull. So another fast food one. Yeah, Seven hours in 1987. was the opening weekend. Hull had never had a McDonald's before. At 1pm, they ran out of bread. Absolute chaos. Decided not for me. Oh, no, that's not. That, you don't want to be in the middle of that, do you? They've no, waited years for a McDonald's and then they run out of bread. No, you mean there's you no bread? Know. It's not my fault, mate. <laughs> Been I just throw patties at people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No. Uh, mm. Emma Kenny, who is uh, 
uh, morning show's Agony Ant and Closer Magazine columnist. Uh, I was a loo attendant in Planet Hollywood in Sydney for three hours. 50 people went for that job, offering perfume and makeup to diners. Only issue was there was literally only three toilets and it was the most uncomfortable experience ever, working for tips. Yeah, you just sort of sat there, aren't you? And nobody's... I know, that's... That's a, bad, that's a tough job, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that is a tough job. Uh, Easier Keith, now, though, I would imagine. Go on. Well, because what in those mean? days, well, because you, you, if you didn't wash your hands or you just do it really quickly, mm. then you did feel like you didn't, you hadn't used their services, so you didn't have to give them a tip. Yes, Whereas now, with COVID times, you got no excuse, mate. Oh. Wash your hands. Yeah, get your hands washed. Yeah, yeah. For a little bit of spray. Yeah, mm. happy days. Yeah, uh, Keith says the shortest job I've ever had was one hour and three minutes. Okay. I was Seal's bodyguard, as in the nineties singing sensation. A seal. Oh, okay. Seal. Kiss oh. from a rose. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I set his, I set his kitchen on fire, making him a cuppa. He what? emitted a powerful, high-pitched scream and then fired me. She set his kitchen on fire, making him a cup of tea. What was she using a campfire? What? How do you, how do you set fire to, by putting a kettle on? What? That does seem odd. <laughs> that does seem I mean, odd. I don't even think Seal's being out of order there. Well, I mean, you say that, but he's asked his bodyguard to make him a cup of tea. That's not technically her job. That's you know true. What I mean? His job, Keith. He's oh, is it Keith? Keith I mean, I don't, want to, I don't presume gender. <laughs> I, I didn't. I I if you're going to change gender, you may as well change your name from Keith as well. If you go into the, the <laughs> lengths of changing gender, you go, ah, do you know what? I'm actually going to keep the Keith bit. Well, I don't know. I think Keith's making it up. <laughs> I don't know. He set fire to a kitchen making a cup of tea. I mean, maybe I'm sure he used it. Done, maybe but... he was using like a, a a kettle on a stove. It was the nineties. <laughs> is that what? Is that <laughs> how we used to make cups of tea? Back it would then? have been a little halogen back then. <laughs> maybe Seal. Maybe Seal was on a budget. That was the only way. Maybe. Could do it. I don't know. Yeah, uh, and Tom, I was a door-to-door salesman for two days. I knocked on one woman's door, and she said, "I woke a baby up." I finished my day and just never came back. Oh, that's God, a soul. That's... that's just a soul destroying job, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I did a sort of oh, version of that when I was me and my mate when we were about fourteen. Do you remember there used to be like a van that came around the streets with videos in it, and you could hire yeah. video. So some bloke had set up a service. Yeah. I don't know where we got yeah. involved. We were like fourteen. He went. So there's the list. Knock on people's doors. Ask what they want. Do a little tick, and then yeah. we'll bring them back the next day. And we same thing. We knocked on somebody's door and they went yes. And we went, all oh, right, we've got some videos for um, the hire and stuff. <laughs> like, you know, two 14-year-olds. And they were like, you have? And they were like, yeah, no, not us. Like, a bloke's got a van like. He, he's around the corner with a van like. And they were like, what? <laughs> How do we, can we look at the video? They've got them on a list. Like, he said, if you give us the money, we'll get them. And they're like, why am I going to give you money <laughs> for a video <laughs> that I've not seen and you're 14? And we went... Um, no, we'll get it. We'll get them. <laughs> and they said, I think he said, "Where's the van?" And we went, "I don't know." He's like, he's right oh, there. Like, ah. Oh, and then we just went home. Went, what happened then? Because <laughs> I think we were like, "That's not going to work, is it?" No, because I don't think we ever saw the bloke again. So I don't know where that would have worked anyway. Yeah. So yeah, never was a nah. Not, not the a best. good job. Nah. Not the best. Uh, Christina Lennon, who is a life coach on Facebook, eight hours as a secretary. Messed up the filing system, wrote an illegible? Illegible. Illegible. I'll say that word all of a sudden. Illegible. Illegible letter. It's badly written, that's why. (laughs) This is when it's typed out. Uh, And laughed when he shouted at me. (laughs) That's good. I can imagine that. 
It's God's weird sake, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read this stuff. Um, I, I, I get a bit nervous, nervous when I, um, you know, if like I get told off by an adult. Yeah, well, yeah. I have that sort of moment where I had it the other day, actually. Both ends of a train journey. What I had like a thing with the staff. Mm. You know, you just like, you know, you don't need it as well. I mean, they I know you need never this. need it. No. And I'm sure they don't need a passenger kicking off either. But I got to Euston. They've got like a five o'clock, a 10 past five, and then a 5.40. I don't know why that's the times they've decided with. But anyway, I missed the five. And I'm running for the 5.10. Like it's 5.07. And mm. uh, I'm running down the thing. I've got like four suit bags, a, mm. a bag on my back. Um, you know, my shoulder's killing me. Yeah. I've just it's finished pre-operation, and yeah. Yeah, and I'm trying to get home because basically if I get that 10 past five, it means I can see the kids and say goodnight before, mm. uh, you know, before I have to go, go back out to work. And I get there, this young lad's like waiting. And I said, oh, I, I said, I've got my ticket, but it was like in my bag. Mm. I said, my, my wallet's in my bag and my ticket's in my bag, but can I just get on and then show you my ticket when I get on? Yeah, because obviously like, the nah. door's closed two minutes before as well, so you've only got and, a minute. Yeah, so I've, I've basically got, got a minute, minute to get on, yeah. Yeah, I said, I don't know where, exactly where it is, but I know once I sit down and have a minute to myself, I'll be able to find this ticket. And he was like, no, I need to see a ticket before you uh, get on. I said, mate, but I, I, I've got, uh, you know, I'm going to miss my kid saying goodnight to my kids. Like, I just, I'm not, you know what I mean? I get people do get on the trains without showing tickets or, yeah. or try to, but what, for two and a half hours? It gets checked four times before you get yeah. off. Yeah, exactly. Even when you get to the other end, you've got to put through a machine to, to be able to get out. Yeah. I was like, do I look like a man who's willing to risk it to uh, <laughs> for a yeah. train fare? Oh, it was all, it was so annoying. And the worst never. thing was, because I'm not like I would never pull the old "Do you know who I am?" card. Mm. Like that's not. I just I just ride it. You'd be able to find that card, would you? So it's in one of your bags somewhere. <laughs> exactly, but I wouldn't ever do that anyway because I find that just like embarrassing. But one of the other staff members knew who I was because he went, "All right, Jason, let's uh, calm down." With you know, I was like. Oh, right, so you actually did know I was and yeah. still thought that I was trying to get on a train yeah, and not pay okay. for a ticket. Well, we have to treat everybody the same. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so we, I was like, basically, we're getting, you're, it's one of those situations where you're treat, you're, because somebody once got on a train, didn't pay for a ticket and kicked off with the train manager, mm. that means everybody's lumped in with that, yeah. that thief, basically. Oh, well annoyed. <sighs> And then when and then I got what, out the other end, Steve, the other end, yeah. <laughs> get this on my chest out. Yeah, go, get it out. Just get it all out. When yeah. I got out the other end, I realised I'd missed uh, bedtime. So I thought, well, I'll just go straight to Manchester Yeah, uh, where I was working. In, so I thought, I'll just hate straight, get straight there. I get there and I go to put my ticket through the machine and it doesn't work. And then somebody comes over to let me through. Oh, no, that ticket's to Stockport. I said, yeah, I know, but it's the same price. I just, I missed my train. So, I, you know, I came to... We well, need to buy another ticket from oh no from Man- from Stockport to Manchester. It's like, it is the but same it's the price. same price. It's the same price, yeah. If you go from Manchester to London and London to Manchester, that's the same price as Stockport to yeah. Manchester. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh my god! But you know, it's just like computer says no. Oh, so oh <laughs> so frustrating. Day of it, didn't you? I did really, yeah. But anyway, I always think if I'm if I'm losing it, you you've really messed up because I'm the calmest, chillest, nicest guy. <laughs> When I'm yeah. going, mate, I think you're being out of order. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, right, let's have a look at a couple of these short jobs. Rab says, I was 16 in a place called Bottle Recovery, checking glass bottles for kinks or breaks in front of a light. I lasted 45 minutes and then walked hey, out. 45 minutes is a long time to last that in that job. That felt like a week, man. That's sort what of a, a job that you're job. best off doing when you're like, at an age where you're sort of stoned. <laughs> You'd yeah, get through yeah, that just... going, ooh, look at the bottles. Yeah, it'd be all right. You'd get through. That's the only way you could cope with that, isn't it? Yeah, you can't do that job sober. No, no, not a chance. Definitely not, definitely not. Uh, and Joe Wright said four hours at a bakery in the 90s. I thought a bakery would be a good job. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, early working shifts, in the ovens. So they, start really, they start like yeah. four in the morning, don't they? They do start early, yeah. Working in the ovens, wearing hazmat-style overall, had oh. to spend 10 minutes every hour rehydrating earned £12 and spent twice as much in Ritzy that night to recover. (laughs) (laughs) Spent twice as much on Panda Pop. (laughs) I worked in a bread factory uh, when I was, uh, you know, one of my early jobs as well. Oh, yeah, it was horrific. 10 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock in the morning. It was just a big (sighs) bread factory in Warsaw that made made everybody's bread, like your Ovis, your Sainsbury's, Tesco, all the bread, except for Warburton's, which is still the only bread I'll eat. Because <laughs> loyal to Warburton's oh, it just wasn't that, made there. Yeah, just that. It was I was outside putting sort of crates on a thing. It was during Euro ninety six and it was raining. I was the only one outside in the rain. And every now and again I'd lift a trolley up and a, a donut, a mouldy donut had hit me on the side of the head, two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, it's awful, awful. That's not what you need, is it? I couldn't find my way outside. I used to go, Where's outside? And he go, Go down here, you do left at brown bread, straight past pizzas. Right at an old meal. I thought, I don't know where any of these things are, mate. Where's outside? <laughs> oh, it was awful. Uh, John Parker says he was a waiter at Happy Eater. Got promoted oh. to chef as I was the only guy who could cook. Uh, faced with tears of joy, fried the frozen chicken without defrosting it first, served it, sent back, collision symbol fired. Uh, oh. I guess I could have killed someone, to be fair. Oh, so that dear. was John Parker's job. Yeah, it's not good, is it? You want to be a happy eater, not... That's an unhappy eater, isn't it? an unhappy eater, yeah. Uh, Julie Young says, worked at a bank for two weeks, the first of which I was on a training course and missed the last day of that with a mammoth hangover. So, so boring, I left the following Friday. Mm, There's nothing worse than boredom at work. You know when you can feel your eyes going? Yeah, yeah. And then when you you look at the clock and you go, what time is it? It's 10 o'clock. It's dinner time soon. It's not, is it? It's not. Or when you look at the clock a second time and it's three minutes past, and you think, what? <laughs> when, you just, when you just last look. Are you joking? It's, got, it's like 45 it's minutes, three right? hours? That's no way, though. Is that three minutes? <laughs> that clock, bro? Oh, that's all. That's awful. Yeah. Uh, and Chiz says, I did three hours as a hotel night manager, then never went back because I couldn't bother with working overnights. I mean, to be fair it's to the job... It's closing the title, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> if you're a hotel night manager... Well, what, I've got to stay up all night. night? night? <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. You, you were just like a serial long job guy, really, were you? Just had me? Loads of no, jobs. I was loads of little jobs. Loads of tiny. I worked in a factory Remember we, that made the. Yeah. What? You were railway, I think, when we first. I did. Yeah, that was Office off Angels. What you said. Started off as a 10. Ah, right. And then ended up. They offered me a job, and then mm. I used to have the odd days off when I was doing gigs or filming. And then uh, there was I was in a little office, off an office, with this old fella called George, who was lovely. He used to cover for me. And when I was doing the second series of Phoenix Nights, which is 
like 2000, 2001, yeah. I was off for six weeks. <laughs> but my che- my coat was on my chair. People would come and go, it's, uh, it's Steve here. I mean, I was the head of, I was the document controller. And George would go, he's just nipped out. And I, and they, <laughs> to film a so, BAFTA award winning TV. Yeah, but it was it was like, I, I got about, I remember it was the night of the rap party. So we just finished filming, it's literally six weeks. And I got a text going, nah, mate, you've not been in for six weeks. <laughs> you just, you, no, there's too much, mate. We're sacking you. So I got sacked. And uh, wow. that was last time I had a proper job, 2000 and two, or 2001. Fair enough. That's fair enough, though, yeah. isn't it? You can't. You can't go to HR saying, what, what, this is unfair. This is outrageous. I was only out six yeah. weeks. <laughs> yeah, I must say, it's hard to, to mix our job and normal jobs. Because obviously at first, uh, when you start out, you do it for free, don't you? Or next to nothing. Yeah. So you've just got to sort of crack on. I worked at um, UCI Cinemas, that later became Odeon, hmm. in a call centre there. And that was um, one of them where I would... You know, I'd have gigs or something on the evening. I'd just like to see if some. I'd be texting all day trying to get someone to cover my shift. Yeah. So I could go and do a little gig in the evening for less money than I was on. For staying at work. Uh, the, like I would have been better off staying at work, yeah. Mm. But uh, that's the job, baby. That's the that's job. It. It's paid for itself, to be fair. Uh, Phil Bates says, three shifts at a pub restaurant when I was 18 was asked to dress up as a mascot, a giant bear outfit. I got sacked when I spoke as the bear. Nobody told me the bear didn't talk. The bear doesn't talk, mate. <laughs> he's, he's a mute bear. It's a mute bear. You ever heard of, have you ever heard of talking bear? Exactly, you idiot. <laughs> Nicholas Simpson was a dental assistant. Mm. I did one shift. The final straw was, was when a patient spat his dirty dentures into my hand with what looked like his last three meals still stuck on him. Oh. <sighs> I know, but that's, again, that's sort of part of the job. It's all a bit yeah, teeth well, and... Stuff teeth between mouth. teeth, isn't it? I mean... Yeah, you can, I know what you mean. Yeah. I didn't think this was going to be out of teeth, this job. Yeah. I didn't really realise I was going to be looking at dirty teeth. <laughs> uh, Val Walton says, I was age 16. One afternoon as a waitress in a silver service restaurant. Fancy. I fainted whilst carrying a tray and we decided it wasn't for me. Got a full day's pay, though. Fainted while carrying the tray? Just, did she really faint or did she go, oh, I'm going? Because she didn't want to do that anymore. <laughs> That is. Have you ever done silver service? No, sounds it's a complicated. Job. That's a hard. It's a hard no. job. That. Yeah, no, it that's sounds a hard it. job. When I do cor- whenever I do corporates, and it's um, and it's silver service. Well, it's always silver. You know, these sort of all these young kids bringing out food and stuff for all these mm, business yeah. types. I always make sure that I go in the kitchen and have a chat and a laugh with some of the guys there because yeah. they are sweating. Their and also bits off. And also, you're nearest the door when the food comes out on the tray, so you don't have to. Well, I do get in it. Yeah. You know, oh, about what, is that, what are those again? Little tiny wagyu beef and in you know, a dumpling. I'll have, I'll have one of those. Oh, like, yeah. one of them. Thank you very yeah. much. Oh yeah, oh, keep I'm the just people right by the door. <laughs> keep the people who are serving you food. Yeah. Uh, on your close. side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hit me with your best fact. Fire away. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. What a voice like an angel, Steve. Mm. Fallen one. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, you can win a Jason Manford breakfast show egg cup, the much sought after mm. egg cup. Um, I don't know how many we've got left, but we might even have to order some more, Steve. This this has been that so popular, popular, is it? This. Yeah. yeah, everybody wants one. Uh, all you've got to do is email jason at absoluteradio.co.uk and it's your best fact, but it's got to be. How would you describe it, Steve? It's, got to be it's on a sort of fact push. that makes you go, this can't be true. 
I, I, I've yeah. have I never heard this. Somebody, and, yeah. but you want to Google it, but we're trusting you that we don't have to Google it because it's just so a brilliant Google fact it. that you've pulled out from somewhere. Yeah, and uh, it, they all get checked, of course. They can't be yeah, made up. But, um, <laughs> egg cups yeah. aren't going to give it away for free, man. But, no, we're no. not mugs. No, uh, we're egg cups. <laughs> um, so, but we want the best facts out there. Phil Dine says this is a great fact. Go on. Swindon Town, mm. only team in the English league to have no letters in their name that feature in the word mackerel. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I'd have to check. Most... Hang on, it says in the league, so there might be like a lower league team that doesn't have the word mackerel. English leagues in the English leagues, it says. Oh, so all, okay. all. So there's a Scottish are. club that's got one that's not got mackerel. Oh, maybe. Mm. English League. Could you Pick specified English League? Well, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Well, it's got an A straight away, haven't you? It's got Wanderers, a, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you, Man not City. fair. We've, got the, long, we've got the longest team, team name. So we've got all the letters. Yeah, you're the... Yeah. Hull. Oh, yeah, Mackerel. Yeah. Uh, um, Swindon. <laughs> Swindon. Swindon. No. Swindon Town. No, Swindon is the one, is it? No, that's Swindon Town's the thing. That's the one, one yeah. he said. Hang on. Yeah, that's the only one. So there you go, Swindon Town. That's uh, good. Okay, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. Robert Potts, if you could walk around the world one foot above the surface, it would only be just over six feet further than walking on the surface. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Is it if you could walk, if what, could... is it a foot, a six feet? How, how, how much higher than the surface? A foot. If you could walk around the world one yeah. foot above the surface, yeah, so you float it would only a... be just over six feet further than walking on the surface. Of course it wouldn't, would it? Why would it? Because <laughs> you've added like a foot every step, haven't you, of the circumference? I don't get it. No, you're a foot above the surface, but you're only, if you think of the circumference of the, yeah. of the world... You're still walking the circumference, a... though, aren't you? You are, but it's just a foot more... Than but he said six foot. No, no. But you would. It would take you. It would. When it when it comes to how long it would take you, it would be six feet further to walk, even though you're only a foot above the surface. I mean, I don't know. How you prove that? No. <laughs> that's no from idea. Bob. The, the only three-letter palindrome contains the letters Bob. He says there. Just throws another one in. What Bob is the only three-letter palindrome? The only three-letter palindrome contains the letters B O B. Oh, yeah, because obviously pop, and there's lots of words. Yeah. Uh, Liam says the T-Rex had feathers and not scales. Mm, really? Mm, that's a good one. That's probably the best one so far, but none of them have blown me away, Steve, if I'm no, honest. No, ne- me neither. I mean, because no. it's easy to say the Swindon turns the only thing that says mackerel in it, but mackerel's not a word. <laughs> You've just found a word. Yeah, if you just said it's the only yeah, one that's yeah. not got any of the words of football in it, you go, God, that's weird, isn't it? But yeah, you found a yeah. word like mackerel, which is quite a weird word anyway, with a K in it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Mm. Uh, right, Rachel says, grass smells nice after the rain, right, guys? Well, yeah. Oh, is he... Is he um, well, I don't smell, does it? It's when it, nice yeah, it's caught. It's, you, you know, when it's rain, you're like, hmm... I don't know if it smells much different. I think it's when it's been mown. But go on, he's going to go, it's releasing cyanide. Is that what he's saying? No, no, it's not as bad as that. Rachel says, it's not the grass you're smelling, it's because your nose works better with moisture in the air. This is Mm. also why your fart smells so much stronger in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, that is science. That's good. I like that. 
That's good. The farticles in the... Uh... It's vapour, is it? It's like a vape fart. Yeah, I guess so. Wow, who knew mm. that? Well done, Rachel. Well, that's pretty good. good. Pretty good. That's good. Milford says, uh, a jar of honey has no sell-by or use-by date. Mm. That's probably... That's good, isn't it? I think I did know that. That's good. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, Gary says, the term posh came from... Uh, cross Atlantic boats. Yeah, is it? What is it? Do you like know this port, port out starboard home. It's the side the yeah, sun's port, on, isn't it? Or the side outbound the sun's yeah. starboard home. He says here. So, um, so posh was stamped on expensive tickets because it stood for port outboard starboard home. So the sun was always on your side of the boat. If you had the money for a posh ticket, you were posh. Well, see, I don't think I'd want to be on the glary side of the boat all the time. No, I'd be like, oh. Can I go and sit in the shade? Like, no, mate, you've got a special ticket. Nah, You're posh, isn't you? posh side. <laughs> yeah, you've got to sit in it all the way there and back. How about that? Steve McGogarty says, it's possible to turn peanut butter into diamonds. Okay, this is good. Okay. I'm in. The high <laughs> pressure of the mantle can strip oxygen from carbon dioxide and leave behind the carbon to form diamond. And since peanut butter is already rich in carbon... Frost was able to transform the nutty goodness into a shiny jewel. I don't know who Frost is, but obviously some sort of... That's good. He's, he's cut and pasted half of the he's thing, hasn't he? and pasted it, yeah, not give us the info. <laughs> but he's given away that he has actually Googled it, and that means it's he probably has true. Yet. If that's that so easy, true. why is everyone ju- not just knocking up Sun Pat diamonds? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, imagine if, yeah, imagine if you were proposing to somebody with a Sun Pat diamond, though. Yeah, imagine going on Dragon's Den. Hi, guys. This is peanut butter. Is it peanut butter or is it a diamond? Uh, peanut butter. I'm out. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> You're still here? I think so. I am I am actually going to Google that one because it's making me want to... Uh, yeah, I bet you can... Yeah. It's make, I've Googled it already. He's, oh, well. he's, he's won. Have you just typed in frost and peanut butter diamond (laughs) 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 to get the one that he Googled it from? I mean, it is everywhere. Like, there's lots of. But can you. Why is no one doing it then? Let's go on here. Flip science. Can you really turn peanut butter into diamonds? I'm going to check here. Yeah, okay. Let's have a little look. I'm just going to scoop to the end. No. (laughs) (laughs) Right at the end. No. It says, don't expect that you'd be able to make diamonds in your kitchen out of peanut butter. You're going to need a lot more power than what your microwave can offer. But you can. You can turn peanut butter. Okay, so you need something to, what, squash the atoms or something? I bet this is the sort of thing that'll be on the, in the middle of little. But there's a <laughs> yeah, cider press. Do you know what they've got in the middle of little at the moment? You know, cider presses. That was a oh, weird yeah. one. They've got a jet ski. <laughs> on my little a jet ski like a bike like a jet bike yeah they've got a jet bike like anyone's going in there to get some eggs and going oh yeah mate get a jet it's like 599 quid or something I'm like who's going to get one of them a jet ski <laughs> I think you should get one I'm tempted I'm just waiting to get me right, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, go on I'm going to give it to uh, I'm going to give it to Steve I think the egg cup's on the way to Steve What's that for? For his uh, turning peanut butter into diamonds. Oh, I was going to go farting in the shower. Oh, was you? Yeah. 
I know, but it does. It made me want to Google it more. Do you know what though? When you're in a pub and you go, do you know you can turn a egg cup, you can thing into, you pin a butter into diamond. People go, what? And you go because, um, and let me Google it. It's not a good story. Whereas vapor increasing your sense of smell, you can, you know yeah. it. You know the science. You know the facts. That's what I think. Oh, Give gosh. them both an egg cup. What? And break the saying, game? I think we've done it before. <laughs> Fine. Rachel and Steve can both have egg cups. Uh, fighting in the shower and uh, turning, <laughs> turning peanut butter into diamonds. Well done, that's, guys. That says this. That's this show in a nutshell. That's from there <laughs> to there. <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. This morning we are joined by none other than the legendary Roger Taylor. Morning, Roger. Good morning, Jason. Uh, Nice Lovely. to be with you. Nice to be with Lovely you. Lovely yeah. to have you. What an absolute treat and an honour to have you on the on the show this morning. Oh, well, you know, um, legend in my own lunch lunchtime. And uh, <laughs> does yeah. it ever? Do you get to a point in? I mean, I'm not a legend yet. I'm, I'm fingers keep my fingers crossed. But um, <laughs> does you ever get to a point where you sort of you, you, you want people to play it down a bit more, or you're happy to take the <laughs> adulation? No, <laughs> uh, no, I feel fairly normal actually. Um, yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> you know, I've been in this business for an uh, awful long time. I was going to say, you've put a shift uh, in, to be fair, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What, what, what year did you start? What, well, I well, presume you started, started before Queen, or? Our band Queen uh, started mm. in 1970, believe it or not. And, uh, wow. So that's, yeah, that's an awful long time ago. And, oh, was, uh, the, was, the, was, the much, was the much before you actually broke through and made it? Oh, yeah. I mean, was there was no such thing as overnight success, I think. Um, it took us three years to get a record contract and, you know, to, to get into the Catch-22 thing of, you know, you can't get a contract unless you do gigs and you right. can't get gigs unless you've got a record contract. So <laughs> right. you know, it wasn't that easy, but, you know, you've got to just have faith. Yeah, of course. And, you certainly yeah. did. And, and and I guess once you once you started getting into it, that I mean, thinking right now in 2021, yeah. I mean, obviously you wouldn't have had that much foresight to go, crikey, I hope I'm doing this in, you know, 40 years' time. But is there, is there a reason, do you think, that Queen has just stayed so current and so popular all these years? Well, I suppose we're, we're really good. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> That'll do it. Just by being really good. Well, no, I mean, I, I do think we, we had... Us, our songs were strong and mm. we had a great chemistry. Yeah. And, uh, and then we've had various things happened over, over the last period of years um, that have kind of regenerated interest in the name. Yeah, um, of course. You know, obviously, there was a stage show. And then, then obviously, there was a movie, uh, which was yeah. a big, big, successful movie. And that brought a whole new uh, generation of... Uh, of course. Of so people. when you're looking into the audience now, you're seeing like, Kids and grandkids are the people who used to come and see you back in the 70s and 80s. Absolutely, yeah. And wow. that's fantastic. It's a good feeling, actually. That uh, Nice being part of the wallpaper, you know. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I've uh, I mentioned on the show this morning, I've had a, I've had a shoulder injury. Uh, I've had a shoulder operation. And I was thinking, you being a drummer, yeah, it must have been over the years, you must have had some drumming-based injuries. Um, well, yeah, I, mean, I, <laughs> I had one where I kicked the drum kit a bit too hard and did my shin in. Um, <laughs> That's uh, rock and my, roll. Yeah, my hands sort of suffer 
I think that's the hardest thing. You've got to watch your fingers. They really, mm. uh, you know, you get a little bit of arthritis in there and uh, all that banging away for all those years. Uh, yeah. And imagine it's loud up there. Doesn't help. But they still yeah. work. It all works, you know. It all works, yeah. yeah. And, if you, and, and how have you been getting on during the pandemic? Is that, is that, what, is that when you've sort of been writing this new single? Well, yeah, the album sort of most of it came out of the pandemic, having mm. all that time on our hands and and making some good use of it. And uh, you know, first yeah. song I think was when we were locked down. And I was down in Cornwall by the water, and uh, I wrote the isolation song called Isolation, and it's all about that really, and having yeah. having to deal with it and and what you know what the hell's happening, and hope hope we come out the other side, and in the meantime, just stay calm. Yeah. And uh, patient, yeah. Well, I mean, the title of this, uh, the, sh- the song that we're going to play next, featuring Katie Tunstall, we're all yeah. just trying to get by. I mean, that, that pretty much sums up everybody's last 18 months, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, actually. It sort of goes <laughs> further than that, if you think about it. It's like yeah. everybody's just trying to get by, and all animals, species, and all plants, and, and even viruses. Of course. They're trying to get by. And oh, stuff right. Like it's the first song from a virus's point of view. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and have you worked with Katie before? She's a fantastic singer, isn't she? Brilliant. Oh, yeah, she's great. No, I've never worked with her before, but she's, she's terrific. She sort of pioneered that looping technique that Ed Sheeran's made so popular, and he's yeah. very good at But uh, she was the first person I ever saw do it, and that was that was a lot of years ago. You know, oh, wow. So. And, and, and is it someone that you've been wanting to work with for a while or was yeah it, i mean did she's, you write the song with her in mind no no i didn't uh, i'll be honest no but um it, it was nice she liked the song and 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 uh offered to sing on it and uh gladly uh i said do what you like do what you yeah. like <laughs> brilliant well we're gonna play it right now this is we're all just trying to get by it's roger taylor featuring katie tudstall Roger's got a new uh, single out. We're all just trying to get by, uh, featuring Katie Tunstall. We've just played. Um, now we've actually got a, a, a mutual friend, stroke colleague. Uh, I've just worked with uh, Adam Lambert ah. on a on a TV show for ITV. Who, who's that? No, no. Who's that? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, he's great fun. He loves Britain, doesn't he? He's got a real. Uh, he, he loves it over. Here. He's got. He keeps trying to do my accent, though. I don't know if he does that to you guys. Oh dear, no. He keeps trying no, to do Americans like a doing, doing English accents is is a, is a no no, isn't it? It's but, never worked uh, out well, has it? But I'm not surprised you get on because he's he's a really wonderful guy, uh, very yeah. funny, and, and what a singer he is. You know. It was wow. great when we first uh, when we came across him. What a struggle! I was going to say, yeah. How how did that come about? Because obviously, you know, you'd uh, Freddie passed, of course, very sadly, and then but it was quite a a, a gap between uh, yeah. those two moments. What 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 made you go down that, well, that I, avenue? I think when Freddie died, uh, Brian and I thought, well, that it's all over, and I know hmm. John did because John didn't want anything more to do with the music, you know, etc. Uh, and uh, oh, many years passed. Uh, we went out with uh, Paul Rogers, which was, uh, and we love Paul Rogers. He's a he's a he's a great soul and blues singer. But then we met Adam on the finals of um, American Idol, 
yes. which was the biggest show at the time uh, anywhere, I think. Yeah, it was huge. And, yeah, and we went on the, the on the final of that and played We're the Champions with the two finalists singing it. And that's when we met Adam, and it was just pure luck. Wow, and, uh, that just that. Blown away by his voice, you know, completely blown away, yeah. Oh, I mean, what a voice! I, I, I'd sort of come across him a few times, and then when we were doing this TV show, I thought I better, yeah. I better re- revise, you know, and, and work out <laughs> his stuff. Yeah. And there's like a clip on you. If you get a chance, anyone listening, there's a clip of him singing um, uh, "Believe" at Shares. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, like I've seen, I've seen that clip. It's amazing. It's, it's, yeah. it's unbelievable. It's absolutely yeah. unreal. And uh, on this show that we do, Starstruck, which is out next year, um, we uh, we all ha- we open up with a song. The four judges: me, Beverly Knight, uh, right. uh, Sheridan Smith, and, and uh, Adam Lambert. And literally, we both, all three of us went. We're not go. We're not singing after Adam. No. Like yeah. let us do our lines first, and then he can have the yeah. fourth line. Because you can't. Follow I, that I guy. saw that clip. He makes you really love a song I couldn't stand before. Yeah, isn't it? Because that's not well, a great song. Bring something to the song. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was a totally brand new song. Yeah, that was unbelievable. But what a yeah. what a great guy. And and I've not seen you guys uh, together in concert yet. But by all accounts, uh, people are absolutely loving it. Yeah, it's been sensational. Actually, we've just we've had the best time with Adam, and and we're out again next next year, May, yeah, June, July. We're all over Europe, so um, and, and UK, obviously, you know. Steve, you do. Um, you've been doing a podcast, haven't you, where people put their ideal bands, uh, bands together, yeah. together. You yeah. can pick anybody from any, and yours, yours, yours is a bit like that. It goes sort of drummer, bass, and then a couple of novelty acts, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean that's the that's like so that's the metronome, that's the conductor, that's that's the heartbeat of the band, isn't it? They're right yeah. back there. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> now, you're, Roger, you're back out on tour. Uh, from the second of October, what can people expect from that? That's not that's not just two hours of of drumming, is it? Uh, no, it's two hours of drumming and only bongos. Cool. Uh, <laughs> that's the actually, no, that's the not, encore. <laughs> no, it's not. I will be doing a bit of drumming, uh, yeah. but I'll be doing a lot of singing as well. I'm afraid. <laughs> and I, I, I put together a wonderful band. There, some great people. Um, we've got the actual the rhythm section that we use in Queen. Uh, Fantastic, uh, Neil Fairclough and Tyler Warren, and uh, yeah. it's just—it's going to be great. I'm going to really enjoy it. I think <laughs> that sounds I fantastic. Hope. So you kick off second uh, of October in Newcastle, and you you go to a few places. That sounds right. Yeah, we're just just UK, and just UK, uh, yeah. it's a fairly modest tour. So uh, I, I haven't done it for twenty years, so it'll be it'll be quite interesting. It'll be yeah, that's, that sounds yeah. fantastic. And is the the album to tie in with that as well at the same time? Yeah, yeah. There's the album it's, which is out, I believe, in first of October, uh, right. called Outsider. Yeah, and uh, that's what I've been doing really over the last year or so. So not wasted um, your not wasted your lockdown, have you? No, I haven't wasted me time. <laughs> There's it's, yeah. it's people like you, Roger, that makes me feel like I wasted my lockdown. Guilty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really... crisps. <laughs> you really went for it and like that. I was thinking, I'm not even. People like have written books. I've not even read one. No. I really should have put more effort into my lockdown. <laughs> uh, people, if you want to go see Roger Taylor online, just go to his website, uh, Roger Taylor official.com where you can get details tickets and, uh, and, and albums and merchandise and all that sort of stuff 
Mason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. If you are around, 8th and 9th of uh, October, I'm over. I'm at the Palladium, Steve. The Palladium. The London Palladium. Yeah. Um, do my show like me there. Are you going to come along? I'll come, yeah. I think I'll be there. Am I here then? Yeah, I'm here, I think. Whatever you want, yeah. yeah. Pick a night, yeah. mate. They're two right. nights. Friday's looking a bit full, but tickets still left for the Saturday. Fancy a good chuckle on a on a uh, Saturday night. Um, lovely, the Palladium. So nice. Mm. Made a bit Frank of a Matcham faux pas. isn't it? Frank Matcham Theatre. Mm. Beautiful backstage and front as well, which is very rare mm. for the backstage to be nice. Yeah. Because no matter the lovely theatres, yeah. nobody sees it. You know when you sometimes buy a ticket for a theatre and it's got a £1 restoration fee? Yeah. That's not being spent backstage. No. <laughs> no. No. I've been playing, I've played some theatres, uh, even this year, in fact, that um, the audience out front are worried about COVID and we're backstage worrying about Legionnaires. Mm, yeah, or TB. Yeah, it's that sort of, that, those sort of places. Uh, but no, Palladium is nice. I did make a little faux pas last time I was there, if I recall. It was, um, it was just after my uh, entertainment hero, Sir Bruce, passed away. And I, um, I, I, was, I sort of mentioned him at the beginning of the show and I said, oh, you know, very sad news about Sir Bruce and sort of told a couple of anecdotes and stories of, you know, when I've worked with him. And uh, I said, it's just so lovely to be here at the Palladium. And I know that he's down there now looking up at me. But obviously what I meant was yeah. his ashes are underneath the stage at the yeah. Palladium. Right. But if you didn't know that fact... You'd think he's gone to hell. That's basically me saying he's in hell, which is yeah. obviously not true. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so it was only afterwards that I was like, oh, well, that's how it works. Oh, does anybody not know about the ashes? <laughs> yeah. So I must remember, on the 8th and 9th of October, when I am back at the uh, Palladium, to maybe mention that information at the beginning of, of any uh, stories around it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's pretty offensive. Yeah. Uh, you can go on my website, jasonmanford.com. And I'm everywhere, by the way. It's not just the Palladium. I'm crikey. I'm Stockton and Grantham. I'm Landudno. I'm Dorking, Basingstoke, Bradford, Birmingham, Middlesbrough, Bridlington. There's a song in that somewhere. But uh, I'm, I'm, if you live somewhere in the UK, I'm coming to you. This is Jason Manford. This is Thanks for joining us this morning here on the Jason Manford Show. Hope you're very well. It'll have a lovely, lovely Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your week. What about you, Steve? You've what are you doing today? You got any more people viewing your house? I've got no more viewing house. I'm doing more press stuff today for Madame Blanc Mysteries. Oh that's, yeah, when's that on? Do we know yet? I think October. I don't know for sure. Okay. When all the press stuff starting now. Nice, nice. So that's going to be on Channel Five, Madame Blanc, with you and Sally Lindsay. Yeah. Great. Uh, what am I doing today? I'm I'm gonna go and uh, watch a bit more Married at First Sight UK. Cool. Don't waste the day. <laughs> I'm not gonna waste my day. Uh, okay. Have a lovely, lovely Sunday. Take care, everyone.